Hello there, and welcome to Take It or Give It. Today, I want to talk about democracy. Hold on, no, I'm not going to tell you about democracy in the sense that everyone talks about it. Let's fight for it. No. What I want to do is to get your mind going about democracy. What I mean by that is, is democracy the best thing that we could possibly have? I know that's what everyone says, but is that something that you have actually questioned yourself about? Well, okay, so this is the purpose of this podcast. I don't want to tell you democracy is bad. That's not the point. But I do want to get your mind going about a topic called voting mechanisms. And this is something I urge you to, when you get home, if you're at work right now or going to work right now, when you go home, go on Google, uh, go on YouTube or something and really look up and take 20, 30 minutes, understand voting mechanisms. Because here's what, here's the podcast episode in a nutshell. Democracy is the best option out of the bad ones, sort of. Here's what I mean. Voting in and of itself is a problem. It's complicated. Uh, there's not a lot of ways to, to really get the best voting mechanism out of something. It's, it's quite complicated. That's the truth. So here's how I'm going to tell you. I'm going to present you a story, and then I'll present you the problems that voting can bring to you. And again, this is just a podcast to get your mind going, to make you question everything that People have asked you to get you to ask questions, okay? So let's go. Imagine the following. You have a classroom with 40 students, and we are having a vote right now. The teacher, who's not going to vote, is asking the students, hey, we have two options. We have to get lunch. Should we get cheese pizza or should we get hamburgers? Obviously, the class is like, oh my gosh, some of us want hamburgers, hamburgers, and some of us want pizza. What do we do? So here's what happens. Let's say we put it up to a vote. And let's say the outcome is going to be a majority vote, being 50% plus one. In this case, 21 people. So 20, if 21 people vote one way or the other, the other 19 have to go with that. And let's make sure you understand that if people choose hamburgers, everyone has to eat hamburgers. If people choose pizza, everyone has to eat pizza. That's just a scenario we're creating so you can understand this a little bit better, okay? All right, so let's say, first thing, that the class is divided and people are really going to vote 20 against 20 and there is not going to have anything, uh, we're not going to have an outcome of that. Now, let's say someone goes to someone else. So let's say Richard goes to Katie and Richard wants pizza and Katie wants hamburgers. Okay. And Richard goes, Hey Katie, I know you really don't like pizza, but if today you eat pizza, I will pay you your next three meals at my house or whatever. And Katie's like, Oh shoot, that kind of sounds cool. That kind of, that could work for me. Cause I don't know if you guys know this, but in economics, when we're doing an economic approach, we assume that people are rational beings thinking in terms of uh, individualism. What do I mean by that is people try to make the best rational decision 
based on what's best for them. And in this case, the Richard and Katie case, this means that for Katie, it makes sense for her to vote, quote-unquote, against her desire now to get something that wish wishes for later, okay? Now, with this being said, now the voting is going to go to 21 against 19. So, people are going to eat pizza, all right? And then everyone that wanted hamburgers just can't have it. All right, now let's flip it around and let's say hamburger won by the same amount, so 21 against 19. And by the way, is 21 against 19, so 50 plus 1, really good? Is that fair? Because we talk about how democracy is the, the, the choice of the people and it's fair. Well, it, I, I wouldn't say it's fair, would you? 21 against 19 people? Think about in terms of a society. Think in terms of what if we were voting for people to either have to bomb and repeat that school year and the other ones pass. Are you just going to repeat that year? Like 19 people repeat and 21 pass? So that's what I'm trying to get your mind going. But let's say hamburger wins by 21 against 19. And let's say we think that's fair. Okay. Now... I want to present you the next problem. What if, what if, everyone now has to eat hamburgers, but in the class, all of those, uh, from those 19 people that wanted pizza, the cheese pizza, let's say 10 of them are vegetarian. They literally cannot or don't want to or won't eat meat. And let's say 10 people that chose hamburgers just kind of like hamburgers. They, it's just good for, like, they feel like they like it. They just want to eat it. They don't really care too much, but they want to eat it. Luis, what are you saying? What are you trying to present? Well, I'm presenting the fact that when you just have a normal uh, majority rule in democracy, when everyone gets one vote, you don't really get to show your preferences. Because I know there are certain topics that you, listener, know knows more than I do, and there are topics that I know better than you do, okay? And there are topics that you're more passionate about than I am, and vice versa. So, is it really fair, or is it really right, because it could be fair, but necessarily not right, uh, for us to just get the same amount of votes? Let's say you have a PhD in biology, and uh, I haven't taken, like, I've taken AP Bio in high school or something, and... We just have a vote, and we're both in the council, and we have the same weight? That doesn't seem right, does it? So let's say, let's go back and say we have 10 vegetarian people. Now, because we chose hamburgers, they can't eat. Because of our 50 plus 1 rule, 10 people out of the 40 class, so 25% of the class literally won't eat. But again, the vote was democratic. Democracy took place. Again, I'm not criticizing democracy. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to get your mind going. But think of this. Something feels off, right? So, okay, well, what's the solution, Luis? Okay, let, let's say we can actually translate and have people vote with their preferences. So we can assign weights to everything that they vote. So let's say if you are a vegetarian, we're doing a scale from one to five, and you 
you really don't want to eat hamburgers. So you vote for cheese pizza, but you vote with a five. Okay, and someone that doesn't care that much votes with a one, votes with a two. But think of this. Do people have incentives to not vote honestly? What I mean by that is, would you have an incentive to want to have your vote weigh less than someone else's? Right? Perhaps it is fair in this case to have someone else's weight be higher than yours and yours higher than someone else's, but is, is that really the answer? Now, second thing is, does that really translate the truth? Like, is my five out of a scale from one to five your five? Is my five like your three? This is like the pain scale, I guess. Like, what kind of pain are you feeling from one to ten, right? That we see, at least I just saw it in comedy, not comedy, uh, TV series and such, and doctors asking. Like, what what's your pain right now from one to ten? Well, I don't feel like everyone is going to answer the same way, right? So even when we add the preferences portion to it, when we try to assign weights, we still have a problem but it's still democratic. Now, this is sort of what the electoral college in the US does that we don't have it in Brazil, uh, which is you essentially assign weights uh, per per country, per, not, it's not per country, per state, right? Uh, based on a, a few different variables, but even those variables, you ought to question them as well. Um, but now, okay, so Luis, what are you saying? Is democracy like, should we not go for democracy? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, look, you have to understand that you can't just randomly, not randomly, but I guess just fight for democracy if you don't fully understand it, okay? Um, you have to at least make sense and understand the weaknesses of the things that you, that you, that you stand up for, okay? Uh, and this is... This is something that we should all do, and voting mechanisms is something that I never learned in high school. I learned in college in, the, in an economics class, and it's really cool. And there, there's a bunch of different ways, and you, you can see kind of how if it's really done in a certain way, you can really cheat a voting system. Uh, you can cheat a, um, a quote-unquote voting, right, an election. Not an election in terms of presidential, that's not what I mean. I mean by like... Let's say we, friends, want to we'll vote a certain way. So anyway, there's a lot more to voting mechanisms, and I really wanted to be aware with it. Now, okay, what are we going to do? Are we just going to go out there and fight for something different and create something better? Well, I can assure you there's a lot of people that already thought of this, uh, so you can do some research before just going, going on a random tangent. And I feel like you agree with me in terms of, if you're listening still, uh, that you agree that research has to be done before anything else. Like, you need to understand what you're talking about. And something I want to to pose as an alternative for you, uh, and I'm not talking about a country or a state, but I mean for you, for you that's listening to this, you should understand that the best way to vote, in my humble opinion, is with your money. Okay. What do you mean, Luis? I mean that if, if you could vote with your money for the companies that are out there in the world, what would you do? 
So let's say you want the you don't want plastic bags anymore. Are you gonna buy from a store that has plastic bags? Or are you knowing your own opinions and your own preferences? Are you gonna look for somewhere else where that specific issue is addressed? So you wanna go somewhere they have paper bags or whatever. Are you willing to pay a little bit extra for that? Because you should. It's like helping a friend. Like, do you want your friend to do well in her or his business? Yeah? So why aren't you paying a little bit more to them just because their product is expensive? What? Don't you want them to have some, uh, to do good in life as well? The same work for certain companies, there's certain ideas. 10, 15 years ago, there are a load of ideas that weren't there before. The environmental wave has, has really grown in the last few years. And that wasn't there. And people are now caring. And if you look at the label of your shampoo or conditioner or something like that today, you're going to find things like uh, plant animal free uh, or organic food or vegan product. Because companies realize that consumers start to demand certain things. And that's how you can tell the world what you really want. is not only during an election. You have to understand that you're voting every day. And let's say you want Amazon to keep delivering stuff in two days. Because, by the way, that's pretty freaking amazing. If you want Amazon to keep delivering stuff in two days, you could invest... And Amazon, on Amazon. You could invest on Google. You could invest on Apple. You could put your money where your preferences are. So don't just put your vote where your where you think your preferences are. And by the way, just another thing. Let's say you voted for X and I wanted to vote for Y. But X has some, let's say... We call it bundle, bundle of opinions. Because when you when you elect someone, you just don't elect that uh, the position that the person has in that specific matter. You elect the whole package. It's the whole thing. It's the whole bundle. You may not agree with certain things that your president says, for example. But if you voted for or against, there are still things that you agree or disagree. I doubt that you fully fully agree with that person and you probably shouldn't because you are your own human being you have your own beliefs you should worry about that as well so on top of all the voting mechanisms there's this sort of when you vote on someone uh, for someone to be in power you will also vote on the bundle of preferences of that person that may not necessarily reflect what you want so the takeaway that i want you to have for this episode is one Really, do your research on voting mechanisms. At least understand what's going on. Uh, it's one, it's a cool topic to talk about to be with people. It's a good conversation starter. But most of all, you will understand a little bit better the world and the systems around you. And the second thing is vote with your money. Okay? If there is a company, if there is a cause, if there is a mission that you stand up for, then be willing to spend a little bit extra to get out of your way to buy a product, to share something, to tell a friend, I don't know. Uh, but be willing to take the next step 
so more people could perhaps join you so you can keep those businesses up and thriving and going. So that's it for today. I hope you had a good time. I hope I made you question a little bit of your beliefs. I, I love when a podcaster and when a podcast makes me makes me stop and be like, ah, man, hadn't thought of that before. So hopefully that crossed your mind today. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get in touch with us, just go on our Instagram at unsunkusa or our website, unsunk.org. 